Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the pen of Jules Verne, the sea is only the embodiment of a supernatural and wonderful existence. It is nothing but love and emotion. It is the living infinite. Love, emotion, and yes, the supernatural are all tied together in a sailor's knot for this ghostly and sometimes ghastly scrimshaw of a tale we call Becalmed. It was recorded live before an audience of New York City land lovers on January 28, 2018. It was part of our show, Lost at Sea. Good evening, and ahoy there, my hearties. No? All right. (laughs) We've stored up all sorts of curious goods in our cargo hold of this ship, According to my manifest, we are carrying 70 burlap bags of various spices and sugars, 16 casks of port sherry, various livestock and dead stock, as well as a generous supply of dread and darkness. Ample provisions for you to feed upon as we raise our spyglasses in search of sea nymphs, white whales, enchanted reefs, and the elusive flying Dutchman. Take cover as we lower the boom for the following salt-sprayed tale. Four bells! Basemith! Transcentorio! You're all relieved! Black, you stand watch! Second door, watch! Aye, aye, Bolson Hardy! Ah... But when will those winds return, I wonder? All the lower sails are up in the bunt lines. We've been becalmed like this for hours now. Just keep to your post, Fleck. Aye, aye, Bosun. Uh, Bosun Hardy. Yes, boy. The captain wishes to meet you in his quarters at six bells when he's through with his supper. Uh, very well. Thank you, boy. Uh, well, what's that you're whittling there, Bosun Hardy? Uh, I'm not quite sure. Kind of making it up as I go along. I Looks suppose. like a face of some kind, I'd say. <laughs> we'll see. Not much else we can do with the time, but to let it pass, eh? It's so awful quiet out here. No winds, no, no birds, just... Tedium. Hmm. Awful quiet. And dreadfully boring. Ah, but it's times like these that you really have to tune your ears. It's when things are quiet as they are now... 
when a vessel is becalmed the way this one is now, that's when you can really hear certain sounds. The creak of the boards, the tightening of the rig, the stuff a ship is made of. Oh, oh what is that? <laughs> <gasps> My money is on that rat. Oh, what a terrible sound. <laughs> oh, boy, but you are new to this life of ours. <laughs> Give us three months, your voice will deepen, the skin of your rosy cheeks will be cracked with salt, and your palms rougher in sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the rat I saw last night, Spivey may have met his match this time. It's bigger than him. How about a wager? <laughs> Save your money, Fleck. That's a war going on down below. <laughs> But Spivey can beat any rat, no matter the size or temperament. Oh, heavens. Ah, but it's the silence, isn't it? The quiet afterwards. That's where the real fear is, eh? Ah, Bosun Hardy, don't scare the lad too badly now. This <laughs> <Yes>, lad, <laughs> he isn't scared, are you, boy? No, 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 sir. N not of the sounds, nor of the silence. Uh, of what are you feared of then, my son? Uh, look afterward. Well, I'll... Uh, a schooner gliding toward us. But how? There's no wind to drive our sails. By all that's holy, and it is true. Hello! Oh, I see no one aboard, do you? Hello there! Hello there! Quiet, lads. There's no sense in your shouting. But she's coming closer! Close enough for me to see. That figurehead protruding from the bow. The wooden carving of that woman. It could be no other. You know this vessel, then? Aye. I know it well. The ship is named for her. The Mary Claire. She holds a lantern in her grip. You see how the light from the lantern reflects upon her face. The light does a curious thing to the face, eh? Rather, uh, grim, ain't it? Then we all see it, then. I'm not mad. I saw this very ship some twenty years ago. Twenty years, sir? Yes, twenty years. That woman's face. Why does it give me such an odd feeling? Ah, there's good reason for that. She's made in the image of a woman I once knew well, when she lived. When she lived? You know, everyone that ever sailed this way always tied their ship to the pier at the port city of Marowich. Oh, if only I knew it then, the way it was in time of its glory. Alas, nothing like it is now. But by golly, when you dropped your anchor at Marowich, you quickly made it your business to hit the taverns with both feet. <laughs> You'd have a good roll of the bones, sup gallons worth of foamy ales, a bite into the tenderest of meat pies, pies whose golden crust you could smell from miles away on the shore. Ah, there was merriment, music, ah, and best of all, best of all, them pretty lasses. And the wildest flower growing in the whole garden was a beautiful, bountiful scrapper of a siren named Mary Claire. Mary Claire. <laughs> Wasn't she always in the middle of everything? <laughs> there was no one like her I've met before or since. She could go tankard to tankard with the toughest of us. <laughs> Someone help 
Hey, Stokes, what's wrong? You can't keep up with me and the rest of the boys, can you? Oh! <laughs> Would you look at that? He nearly collapsed in my arms. I'm sorry I wasn't there to catch you, dear. Luckily, the floor was there to break your fall. <laughs> <laughs> she knew every game there ever was, and she played them all quite well. Oh, my dear Thomas Fane. Mm, yes, Mary Claire? Do you know what? What's that, Mary Claire? You've been gone too long. Well, far too long. I missed you so. Uh, <laughs> you have? I'd like you to do something for me. Do something? For me? <laughs> for you. It's just for you. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is a game of cards. You're certain to win if you listen to me. A game of cards? I'll take you to the gentleman and tell you where his secret weaknesses lie. Ah, ah, now I see. That's if I help settle your debts at the bar, right? Settle? Thomas Fane, what did you just say to me? You think I need you? Why, you? Ow, Mary Claire! You keep your distance, Creighton! Wait, now, Mary, I didn't... You I, uh, didn't what? You best believe that less than five minutes after that crack to the chops, that chap took up that bum card game and paid up her debts. With Mary Claire, it was your good fortune if she gave you more than one glance. It was your great fortune if she saw you fit enough to kiss, or even sock you in the kisser. It was no matter. She might slug you one at dusk, but by dawn, you could be nestled in her arms. You see. <laughs> yes. What, my love? I told you. Uh, yes. You've been gone too long. Far too long, lover. <laughs> oh. oh, why can't our lives be different? Imagine, dream for a moment. You and me. We could run away. If I ever find my fortune, I will share it all with you, Mary Claire. And why on God's earth would you do such a fool thing, Thomas Vane? I don't know. I just would. You're a fool. I'm a fool for no one, except for you, Mary Claire. I like it. I like it when you say my name. <laughs> Mary Claire. <laughs> There's something I wish to say to you. I, I, I have trouble with words sometimes. I, well, I... Rest with me, Thomas Fame. The night will soon be gone, my love. <sighs> If any man came close to claiming her, it was that Thomas Fane, the lucky devil. Well, in all fairness, it must be said that it was she who claimed him. Th Thomas Fane? You, you mean as in... Yes, yes, the very same. I believe you know his story well, don't you, boy? Ahoy there, listener. Before we completely submerge into the darker depths of this mysterious tale, follow me into the hole for a moment so I can tell you about... Uh, hey there, Skipper. Um, hold on a sec. You mind if I, uh... <laughs> 
Fireside Mystery Theater co-captain Gustavo Rodriguez. Man, you can't barge in here like this. Don't you see I'm about to record a live read for our sponsor, Mac Weldon? I know, I know. I just want to say my piece about Mac Weldon. Well, Gus, I was just about to talk about the smart design, comfort, and simple shopping experience you get with Mac Weldon. Well, who wears the underwear in this operation anyway? What? Yeah, that's what I thought. Just make it quick. And please, put on some trousers, guy. If you'll take a glance below deck, you will observe that I'm modeling my new Mac Weldon underwear. Like a good endorsee. But this is an audio recording. I know that. I just want to be in character. Will you just say your piece and get out of here? You know, Allie, as a wearer of men's underwear, I can talk from experience and with authority. By the way, did you know that Mac Weldon has expanded their clothing line beyond their super comfy boxers and briefs to include all kinds of menswear and accessories? Look at this sweet polo and ultra comfy pair of socks I got. You could still put on a pair of pants. I'm sorry, Allie, but I will not apologize for being comfortable. After all, as any good sailor knows, Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Mac Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. And purchasing Mac Weldon Superfine products is way easy. Take, for instance, their silver line of underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate funky odor. I just went to MacWeldon.com and started shopping and was able to easily search and find all sorts of cool items. You want to see what I picked out for myself? All you have to do is go to our Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Mystery, and you can see this unboxing video that I made. But your order came in a bag. Fine. An unbagging video. Please tell me you're not showing your legs in the video. We creep people out enough with our stories. Nope. I'm just going to show our listeners some of the cool items I picked up for myself. It's going to be a party. <laughs> I bet. And Mac Weldon wants you to be comfortable. So comfortable that if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it. And they will still refund you. No questions asked. That's how much pride they take in their quality. You know, I happen to have a lot of Mac Weldons in my personal wardrobe, and I'm not giving them up for nothing. Sometimes I do a lot of outdoor activities and I used to chafe a bit, especially in the hot summer weather. It's really uncomfortable, but ever since I started wearing the silver line of underwear, I don't have that problem anymore. A wonderful imagery there, Gus. Well, there's an even better image I'd like to paint for our good listeners out there. Imagine yourself shopping for all the terrific stuff available at MacWeldon.com. Then suddenly, pow, you save 20% off your first order. Just visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code FIRESIDE at checkout. Thanks for listening. Gus, you gotta repeat the website and the code. Just remember, listeners, go to MacWeldon.com and enter promo code FIRESIDE at checkout. And you forgot to say get 20% off your first order. Take it from our very own Gus Rodriguez. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. And now back to our story. You may think you've already determined the course of this ship, but stand at attention. Fate is the only navigator on this vessel. You know, with a sailor's life... There are many ports and girls in each, but Thomas Fane secretly longed for the day where he could permanently dock his ship at Marowich. Ah, Marowich. Those grand old times when we'd port at Marowich, those are among the rosiest of memories. 
You're always sure to find Mary Claire at the tavern, smoking her clay pipe, rousing the patrons in song, hurling them darts at the board like a, like a harpooner at a sperm whale, and shouting out those old shanties, <laughs> and taking all the bodiest verses for herself. <laughs> ah, her wit and charm were legendary, and woe to the lout that spoke ill of her in our presence. Hear, hear, who shall drink with me? A toast, a toast to my brave men. Ho, stand to your glasses steady. Tis all we left to prize. A cup to the dead already. Hurrah for the next two dies. Mary Claire. Mary Claire. Mary Claire. I say Mary Claire! Mary Claire, I wish to speak to you at once. Please come with me outside. Come. You know, you know I heard tales. Tales that burn my very ears. Tales from other seamen that you were... You were known in these parts. I didn't believe them. Papa! Keep your voice down. You think I want folks to know that I'm your father? I'm sorry, Papa. My daughter? Bah! You could be no daughter of mine. What was I to do? Mama had died. There was no one else. I had no one there. You know, I killed a man. I killed him stone dead. All because... Because he told me you were, that you were- Papa, please, please forgive me. Just don't call me that, please. Pray tell what other word could I speak? What of mercy? And where is the mercy that I deserve for the pain and humiliation I have endured? No, I cannot bear it. Papa, take me with you. Let me serve you the way I always wanted to. You want to serve me, eh? Help me to forget my sins, my failures, as a daughter, as a woman. You are sincere, eh? Yes, I am. Then walk with me. I will do anything you say. But please, Papa. Yes. Do not strike me the way you did, Mother. Come, walk with me. Are you coming or not? Yes, Papa. And walk with him she did. But no one ever did see poor Mary Claire again after that day. Her father, Captain Sebastian Meek, was a man whose soul had long washed away with the tide. He had a sailor's knot where a heart should be, a reef knot pulled taut with tension. Shadows seemed to make themselves at home on his face, a face carved out of dross and driftwood. And them icy blue eyes of his seemed to pass a guilty sentence on anyone who fell upon his gaze. Not even the bravest of us would want to encounter his presence in an unlit room. But just the same, some folks wondered. And some folks asked, 
What do you mean? What do you mean by that? She's no longer here, Mr. Fane. No longer here? Where did she go, then? Will someone tell me? She's vanished, my son. Vanished? Well, such rubbishy rot. She's moved on to another town. I've heard as much. You heard wrong. And my ears work just fine. But I'm not blind like you, Mrs. Villiers. Ha, but my ears do twice the work. And they heard enough to know what happened. What happened? It's best to forget, lad. I enough of this gossip, you crones. You loved her, Thomas Fane. Yes, you did. Well, I... Ah, how could a tavern wench like her own the heart of a fine marine merchant such as you, Mr. Fane? I've made my good fortune. It's true. But I just wanted to see her. Mary Claire. To give her my... My good wishes. Then my letters here were not received? They are here. Unopened, sir. I'm sorry, lad. It hurts me to tell you this, but she's gone. Oh, how can you be so certain, Mrs. Villiers? I tell you, she's moved on. She's either settled down or she's found better sport in, in another port town. Ah, but I heard their words. And I also heard that horrible scream. Her father, that terrible Captain Meek, he... Be silent, woman. No more of this, please. No one has bothered. No one cares. Not the sheriff, not anyone. He walked away scot-free, the beast. No body was found. No evidence of a murder, Mrs. Villiers. She was murdered by the hand of her own father. You know it as well as I do. My God. The truth is terrible. But it is still the truth. I insist that you cease with this discussion immediately. Something seems to needle you in a very particular way, doesn't it, Mr. Wright? I just can't stand for gossip. Something hang heavy on your conscience, sir. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? After all, you sculpted that peculiar figurehead for Captain Meek's schooner. W well... Mr. Wright is the finest craftsman in his trade, is he not? Captain Meek, an excellent man, whose reputation you wish to tarnish, well, he rechristened his ship, the Mary Claire, in honor of his missing daughter and placed a sculpture of her likeness at the prow of the vessel. It's a lovely and fitting tribute, I say. But there is something quite unusual about that sculpture of yours. Is there not, Mr. Wright? That's for the last few pints, Rebecca. And, and, and one for Mr. Thomas Fane, if you don't mind. I'll be on my way. Wait a moment. I'm terribly confused. There's nothing to say, nothing at all. Maybe one day, Mr. Wright. Maybe one day you'll find the courage to tell the whole story. The hell with you. The pint purchased for Mr. Thomas Fane did nothing for his sudden grief, but he sipped at it anyway. He was inconsolable, and he remained that way until his ship was lost in the Azores some years later. Mr. Wright, the carpenter on the other hand, eventually did find his courage, but he found it on his deathbed. He remembered his encounter with the dreaded Captain Meek.
This is a daguerreotype of her, my poor Mary Claire. I, this will be very helpful to me. Use this picture of her. I want her to look just as she does here. It's the way I prefer to remember her. Before she lost her way into that, that life of... I, 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 I understand. Thank you, Mr. Wright. And remember, as we discussed, I know that in most cases a sculpture like this is made of solid wood. But uh, you wish this one to be hollow inside, I understand. Uh, Captain Meek? Yes, Mr. Wright. I know that this is a favor for a dear old friend, but... There is considerable risk for me here. You, 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 you do understand my meaning. Would another 300 ease your worries, Mr. Wright? That's most generous of you, Captain Meek. Most generous. I thank you for your understanding. And hence it was done. Right there, under the cover of night, but also in plain sight. The last place on earth anyone would ever search. The earthly remains of poor Mary Claire were cleverly hidden inside of that ghastly figurehead made in her likeness, doomed to sail at the command of her cruel father. And sail she did until it was noticed that the boat did not return from its final voyage to Nova Scotia. Only a few fragments of the schooner were found up the coast. A rotted plank bearing some of the gilded letters of her name now hangs in fond tribute over the bar of the Dustbow, her favorite tavern in Marwich, where she once knew, loved, and waited for her good, dear Thomas Fane. So, if the Mary Claire was destroyed, what is this ship that we see now? It can't be the same. Ah, but then this could be nothing more than a replica. If that was indeed the case, she'd be called the Mary Claire, too. No, sir, no. Take this uh, piece of coral, toss it at the ship, and you see what happens. A ship is as solid as a fog. Oh, great golly. I don't know how, but the Mary Claire sails again and carries her lantern into the night, searching. Searching for what? Oh, it's Spivey. Ah, how can he carry such a large rodent in his jaws? So, the champion remains undefeated, eh? Hooray for old Spivey. boy. Leave his fetid carcass in the pile with the others. Oh, ahoy! It's a wind at last. We're become no longer. <laughs> the Mary Claire. She found us at last and just blowed us a kiss. <laughs> How long she must have searched. Reunited at last with her long-lost lover. Long-lost lover? Bosun Hardy, I don't understand. Oh, come here, Spivey. Oh, come here, mate. That a boy. <laughs> ah, there, there, old fella. Oh, my dear Spivey. The <laughs> best damn ship's cat ever to sail on the good old SS Thomas Fane. Uh, this old barge couldn't be named after a finer fellow, eh, Spivey? <laughs> All hands on the quarter deck! Look alive, men!
sand dunes and salty air Quaint little villages here and there You're sure to fall in love with old Cape Cod If you like the taste of a lobster stew Served by a window with an ocean view You're sure to fall in love with old Cape Cod Winding roads that seem to beckon you Miles of green beneath the skies of bells chiming on a Sunday morn remind you of a town where you were born if you spend an evening you'll want to stay oh, watching the moonlight on Cape Cod Bay you're sure to fall in love with all If you spend an evening, you want to stay Watching the moonlight on Cape Cod Bay You're sure to fall in love with old Cape Cod that for centuries, whether it was a naval vessel, a merchant or exploration ship, your crew was not fully complete without a ship's cat. The ship's cat mainly served to deal with mice and rats, but often they held something of a magical, superstitious quality to the sailor of yore. Perhaps the greatest story about a ship's cat is the one about a fellow called Unsinkable Sam. A handsome-looking black cat with a white snout and bib, he first went by the name of Oscar when he served as ship's cat upon the infamous German battleship, the Bismarck. When the Bismarck sank on May 27, 1941, Oscar was one of the few survivors— Oscar was rescued and adopted by one of the Bismarck's attackers, the HMS Cossack. But just a few months later, that ship was sunk as well, and again, Oscar survived while most did not. When he was taken aboard the HMS Ark Royal, he was now known as Unsinkable Sam. But then that ship too sank in November of 1941. After all these exciting adventures, he retired in the UK and spent his remaining years in the home for sailors. 
A portrait of unsinkable Sam hangs today in the private collection of the National Maritime Museum in Greenwich, England. A firm salute to our good unsinkable Sam. And that was our story, Be Calmed. Bosun Hardy was played by James Reeser. Mr. Fleck was played by Alan LaForest. Mary Claire was played by Casey LaForest. Thomas Fane was played by Eric Davy Gislason. Mrs. Villiers was played by Mary Murphy. Captain Meek was played by Michael Pate. Mr. Wright was played by David Linton. And the cabin boy and Rebecca were played by me, Ali Silva. The song Old Cape Cod, written by Milton Yakis, Claire Rothrock, and Erwin Pincus was performed by Susan O'Day, accompanied by Jason Yeager. Becalmed was written by Sylvan Sandovar and directed by Holly Payne Strange. Lost at Sea was produced by Gustavo Rodriguez and me for Fireside Mystery Productions. Jason Graves composed our theme music. Our musical score was improvised by Steve Blanco. Our sound effects designer and engineer was Greg Russ. And our technical director at the Slipper Room is Johnny Goddard. So, you like our show quite a bit. Well, after all, you made it this far in the end credits. If you like us this much, but you still haven't left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, I have to ask, what are you waiting for? Podcasts, especially the ones you listen to on a regular basis, really depend on your ratings and reviews. It doesn't cost you anything but a couple of minutes of your time, and each positive rating and review helps to boost our profile and helps to keep this content free. If you haven't already, follow these three easy steps. Subscribe, rate, review. That's it. Why not also follow all of our adventures on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? Our handle is at Fireside Mystery. Okay, so you love our show, and you really want to support us so we can continue to dream, develop, and distribute our delightfully dark brand of audio entertainment. Well, there are two things that you, amazing FMT fan, can do. First, become our very own Patreon patron. Just go to patreon.com slash firesidemysterytheater and you too can champion our eerie endeavors. There are special perks available exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash firesidemysterytheater to aid and abet our deepest, darkest dreams. Another thing you can do is get your mitts on all sorts of merchandise from our store. From t-shirts to mugs, from tote bags to stickers, just go to firesidemysterytheater.com slash merch. Sunday, October 21st, 2018, 5 p.m. Go on, mark that date on your calendar right now. That's the date of our season premiere at the Slipper Room in New York City. Tickets are on sale now at slipperroom.com. Family dysfunction on the high seas. What could possibly go wrong? Keep a lookout for our next nautical nightmare, True North. This is your own first and best mate, Ali Silva, letting you know that after six bells, you best mind the shadows. <laughs>